Ladies and gentlemen, Alien Zoo is now open. Hell yeah, Mother Cryptid. Welcome back to Alien Zoo, and thanks for listening. My name is Chris, and I am your cryptid curator. Today we have a treat for you. Today's episode is another hodgepodge. Hodgepodge? What's that word? I don't speak wizard. Well, that just means we're going to cover a couple different cryptids today. And the reason we are doing this is because there isn't too much info on the creatures I want to cover, so I'm combining them to make a decently sized episode. Done this in the past. I think it worked. I don't know. Well, so anyways, let's see who's on the menu for today. All right, so first off, we have a Dongonyak from 1910. And to finish this meal, a subtle yet predatory 1925 Ahul. All right, delish. Let's get right the hell into it, though. Africa's largest lake also happens to be the world's largest tropical lake. That lake is Lake Victoria, one of Africa's great lakes. Originally named Nam Lolui in Lao, Nulalabale in Luganda, and Nyanza in Bantu, it was then renamed Lake Victoria after Queen Victoria by explorer John Hanning Speck. But who gives a shit, right? I hear you yelling for those sweet, sweet cryptids. Okay, okay, here we go. There is a beast said to live in that lake, an unknown amalgamation of already existing creatures. Now this creature is the Denyonek. In 1910, big game hunters John Alfred Jordan and Edgar Beecher Bronson came across this strange beast. Bronson went ahead and wrote a memoir that included his encounter with the Denyonek. His memoir... Enclosed territory described what Jordan said after feasting his eyes upon the said Dinyonek. The two hunters were part of a hunting party that consisted of a few members of the Lumbwa tribe. According to Bronson, Jordan claims that he encountered the beast with his hunting party. Here's what he said. Presently, I heard the bush smashing and upraced the Lumbwa part of our hunting party. They were gray, with some yarn that they had seen a frightful, strange beast on the riverbank, which at sight of them plunged into the water. As they described it, it was some sort of cross between a sea serpent, a leopard, and a whale. Thinking they had gone crazy and were pulling my leg, I told them I'd believe them if they could show me, but not before. After hesitating at first, back they finally ventured, returning in, in half an hour to say that it the creature, lay full length exposed on the water in midstream. Now Jordan hurried with his frightened party and saw the creature as described. He saw it. It was there in the water. Here's what he said about feasting his eyes upon the beast. Holy saints, but he was a sight 14-15 feet long, head big as that of a lioness, but shaped and marked like a leopard. Two long white fangs sticking down straight out of his upper jaw, back broad as a hippo, scaled like an armadillo, 
but colored and marked like a leopard, and a broad fin tail with slow swishes of which he was easily holding himself level in the swift current heading upstream. Gad! But he was a hideous old hunter of a nightmare. Was the beast fish that make you want an airplane to feel safe of him? For a while he lay upstream of me. I had been brought down to the riverbank precisely where he had taken water, and there all about me in the soft mud and loam were the imprints of feet wide of diameter as a hippo's, but clawed like a reptile's. Feet you knew could carry him ashore, and claws you could be bollywell sure no man could ever get loose from once they had nipped him. Now Jordan also noted that the cryptid's fangs appeared, quote, long enough to go clean through a man, end quote. Side praise. He also described how he sat and waited for a while, just watching the creature. He eventually feared that the creature might move and see him, so he fired a shot from his 303 rifle right behind, quote, the leopard's ear. The creature sprang out of the water, and in terror, Jordan sprinted back into the bush. A real man's man. After a bit of time, Jordan was able to calm himself down a bit and listen for the beast as the rest of his party ran deeper into the forest. Now, Jordan claims that he couldn't remember seeing the creature's legs because he was fixated on escaping and wonders how a 303 round was unable to stop this animal from only 100 yards away. That's right. He shot the thing from 100 yards away. Jordan and the rest of his party continued searching the shorelines and bodies of water over, quote, several miles for two entire days after the initial encounter. None of them encountered the beast again, nor came across any footprints or tracks. And that was it. The Dingyunek wasn't seen again. Perhaps that hunting party came across a bizarrely deformed hippo, maybe? Or perhaps they indeed came across an unknown predator? No one really knows. And I'm not sure if anyone will know. All right, for our second and final cryptid of the show, we are going to sail across the Indian Ocean to Indonesia. Isn't that fun? Now, the island of Java, which was formed mostly as a result of volcanic activity, is not only the fifth largest island in Indonesia, but it is also the 13th largest island in the world. It's pretty damn unlucky, actually, but also really, really cool. Overpopulation in Java is certainly hurting the wildlife, with a lot of rainforest significantly diminishing in size. The Gunyung Halimun National Park is one of the last remaining protected pieces of forest on the island. However, the rainforests that still exist are home to over 23 mammal species, 20, 200 bird species, and over 500 various forms of plant life. And according to the native population, the island of Java is also home to a large, unidentified winged cryptid known as the Ahul. The Ahul, which is named after the sound its call makes, is said to be a large, predatory bat-like creature, which has been described as the size of a 12-month-old human. 
with a monstrous wingspan that covers roughly 12 feet. It is said to be covered in short, very dark gray fur, almost black but not quite, like a charcoal, maybe? Large black eyes, like doll's eyes, with flattened yet muscular forearms that support its giant leathery wings. It has a head similar to that of a monkey with a flat, more human-like face. But the Ahul isn't strictly airborne. Oh no. This aerial cryptid has been spotted on the forest floor, at which times its wings are closed, pressed up against its body. And at times like these, the Ahul's feet appear to be pointing backwards. Very bizarre. It is not 100% certain, but it is thought that the Ahul is indeed a nocturnal creature, spending its time in caves or behind waterfalls, you know, based on the lifestyle of other scientifically known bats. Or not other, scientifically known bats. Once night hits, though, the Ahul spends its evenings flying around, skimming across rivers in search for large fish and other prey. Now, the first report account... The first reported account of a possible Ahul sighting took place in 1925 when naturalist Dr. Ernest Bartles was exploring a waterfall on the slopes of the Salic Mountains, which is a mountain range on the west side of the island of Java. As he was making his way around this waterfall, a massive unknown bat flew directly over his head. I mean, this could easily be a case of mistaken identity, right? Well, two years after, in 1927, around 11.30 p.m., Dr. Ernest Bartles encountered this huge bat yet again, imprinting in his memory that this creature was indeed the Ahul. This time he was lying in his bed, inside his thatched house in western Java. He was relaxing, listening to the soothing yet alarming sounds of the jungle, when he heard a very different and unique sound coming from directly overhead. This loud and crystal clear cry seemed to mimic Ahool. Immediately leaping out of bed and grabbing his torch, he ran towards the direction of the haunting sound. Less than half a minute later, he heard it again. This specific call seemed to float back towards him with a considerable distance downstream. All right? For years, Dr. Bartles was convinced that this was undoubtedly the call of the one and only Ahul. Here's something interesting. At one point, Bartles had suggested that maybe the Ahul wasn't a bat at all, but instead some type of bird, possibly a loud owl, Ahul, who... Alright, that's where my comparison ends, I guess. However, this theory didn't sit well with others, and his friends shit on the idea almost immediately. Which blows my mind, because this seems to be the most probable explanation. R right? Does it to you? Now, over time, Bartle's account of his encounter with the Ahul was passed down to the godfathers of cryptozoology, Ivan T. Sanderson and Bernard Huelmans, okay? After extensive research, Sanderson concluded that the Ahul is indeed a form of unidentified bat. Sanderson took special interest in the Ahul because he too had had a run-in with this creature. But here's the weird thing. Not in Java. All right? His encounter happened in the Asumbo Mountains in Cameroon in Western Africa. Oh, really? Eh, that's something. 
Sanderson thought the Ahul could be a form of giant bat-like creature he observed in Africa, a creature known to natives as Kongamato. However, some researchers have suggested that the Ahul may be a type of surviving pterosaur, you know, a flying reptile that supposedly went extinct around the time of the dinosaurs, roughly 65 million years ago. Now, yes, it's true that the description of the Ahul doesn't exactly match up with what we know a pterosaur to look like, you know, from fossils and stuff, but nonetheless, this could be a solid explanation. Regardless, the majority of cryptid researchers seem to agree that the Ahul is more likely a form of unknown giant bat. That seems to be the consensus, okay? Which makes sense in my mind too, honestly. Reports of the Ahul's facial features kind of contradict the flying reptile theory. I don't know many flat-faced lizards, so there's that. But here's something fun. The third and less popular theory is that the Ahul may be the world's first reported case of a flying primate. That's crazy and awesome. Can you imagine an ape with wings? I probably wouldn't leave my house, honestly. And in fact, if you want to hear another story about a possible flying primate, listen to our episode on the Bat Squatch. Riveting, riveting stuff. Regardless of which theory you believe in, I feel like it's only a matter of time until the real identity of the Ahul is uncovered. And with the continued destruction of the lush rainforest Java has to offer, sooner or later the natural wildlife will be forced to make themselves known without the luxury of hiding in the woods. Unfortunately, this most likely would lead to the Ahul's extinction before it shows its face to science. And you know, that makes me cry at night. It does. That was fun, wasn't it? I want to thank you so much for joining the Alien Zoo today. If you have any questions or suggestions, you want to tell me how we're doing here, or uh, if you have a cryptid story, those are always the best, please email us at alienzoopodcast at gmail.com. All right? We have bigger and better things coming out in the near future. Oh, and we now have an Instagram account, official Alien Zoo Podcast on Instagram. So follow that if, if you want. But, you know, other than that, I just want to thank you for listening. My name is Chris, and until next cryptid, goodbye. Goodbye.